This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Mattress Firm, our premier mattress provider. They provide 120 night sleep trials, so if your mattress is not perfect, they will pick it up and find you a new one. Save 10% off your order with code MMANUTS10. Wild Alaskan Company, healthy, affordable, convenient fish sent right to your door. Save $25 off using the link below. Tire Buyer, buy tires online, get them shipped for free to a professional installer near you. Save 7% off 400 with code MMA7. NordVPN, get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 70% off, plus get one month free with code MMANUTS. Defense Soap, everyday soaps for for everybody. Use code MMANUTS to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMANUTS episode 518. 518! My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Grimm of my show, Biomed fans for my hands, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. What's going on? Agua Fresca. Agua Fresca. Actually, I have me some, uh, they're not sponsoring the show, but it's called Spindrift. And it's pretty good. I bought some from the store. It's like natural lime infused with sparkling water. Pretty tasty on ice. With some gnome jism. Yeah, gnome jism is my favorite. <laughs> Gives it that little. You're saying gnome jism or gnome? Yes. And you know where it came. No, from. no, like those little <laughs> okay. uh, patio gnomes or whatever the fuck those oh. are. I'm going deep already. Okay, patio. Gnomes. Watch out! Watch out with the references. <laughs> you have a list you're working off of here? Not yet. Okay. I'm just saying, like we were talking, like this weekend, I was saying I was expanding my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some weird shit was happening. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Yeah. So let's start. We had a bunch of fucking combat sports over the weekend. Yes. Let's start with the weirdly popular one. With the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. First off, did you see the alleged pay-per-view buy rate on this? I did not see that. How much was it? I don't believe this. So I'm going to start with this. Can I guess? I'm going to (laughs) guess. Go ahead. 1.4 million. Yes. To to 1.45 million to 2 million, (laughs) potentially. Okay. So I'm on the way. I don't believe that. Do you? There's no way. There's no fuck. I could see a million, but 2 million? It's a little far-fetched for four fights and a bunch of fucking horseshit, you know. Well, Ben Askren reportedly made a half a mil, and Jake Paul did um, like close to seven hundred thousand. I think Frank Mir got like three fifty. Yeah, um, and there's then a couple other guys. Pay-per-view points too, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, Ben Askren uh, made a nice little, probably the most money he's ever made in one fight. It's true. Like I think they said. In this one fight, he probably made as much or more than he did in his entire UFC career. Wow. Like, because and because we don't know the back end either. Oh, what the hell just happened? Like fucking I clicked on something and a bunch of shit just pasted into my document. That's not good. I was trying to just click on a fucking link, but is it all I, the porn? Uh, so Let's take a look at Ben Askren as this is how he walked into the fight. Uh, a spell 191, right? I mean, so it to me was reminiscent of remember when James Tony came to the UFC to fight Randy yes. Couture and yes. didn't give a damn about training or whatnot. Correct. That's how I felt about Ben Askren coming into this fucking fight, right? And again, I, I don't know, I don't remember who you picked to win this. I know I picked Jake Paul. I don't recall. I think I might have picked Ben Askren, but I don't think we ever talked about it, did we? I don't know if we broke down the detail. I think like three or four weeks ago when we were first talking about the fight, 
We're, we're I, I thought that. Ben Askren could, would win, but once I saw him on the scale, I was oh. like, uh, okay. And I think I could show the fucking highlight. Why not? Let's do it. It's just terrible. He Ben just did not look well. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Early early stoppage. Well, I'll play it here and we'll see. Because this is shared on Twitter by Ariel Hawani. So it's from Sports Center. Hopefully there's no volume on this. Hang on. Oh, there's volume. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking real loud. <laughs> we want zero. Ouch. Starting over. So you can see he's fucking out because he planted face first. Yeah. And I think when he fell to the ground, it knocked. He's out right there. He's fucking mumbling and stumbling around. And as he's walking to the ref, I let him fight there. I, I agree. Or That's a fucking early stoppage, right? Well, I'm not facing him, so I don't know what his eyeballs look like because he was stumbling around pretty good. So I don't necessarily think rating if he can move forward is accurate. <laughs> the only <laughs> only thing you can look at, I think you got to look at his eyes, his body language, and if he's you know if he's alert, he looked like out of it. I think from behind, anyways. So, well, I think most people do from behind, but I mean, <laughs> I would just say I think I think Jake Paul got robbed of a straight up KO. You got to let that man get his money's worth, right? Mm -hmm. That was like a minute into the fucking fight. And I just wish he would fight better people because this is not unexpected. But I guess when you're in the driver's seat, you pick and choose who you fight because then, mm -hmm. you know, it begs the question, like, what is next for Jake Paul? <laughs> I hate even oh. lipping that out of my fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, there's rumor he's trying to go after Diaz. That's a rumor, right? Yeah, and I like Cormier. There's Woodley. There's everyone is saying they want to fight him. Of course, because they see the money. It's big but money. It, but if you're Ben Askren, why do you not show up in shape? Like that is step one for me. Like I don't understand that part. The only thing I can think of is that he was planning on losing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> How though? Like, wouldn't that get at you? Like, Maybe, I know personally for uh, myself, even if I have three months to train, I'm going to put everything I fucking have into that. And I'm not, I'm sure as shit, not going to let my body look like that. No fucking way. I'm, physically, I'm at least going to look like I'm ready to fight, even if I didn't put the work in, like, um, boxing-wise. But I wouldn't personally do that. So I just don't understand the mentality of this guy to show up like that and fucking just get KO'd right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, did he have all his friends and family bet against him so they can collect a big well, payday? <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> Fuck, like... I mean, what was Jake Paul? I thought they said he was only, like, a minus 110. Yeah, it's a pretty safe bet because I was thinking, oh, man, you could parlay that and bet against Frank Mir while you're at it. Because mm -hmm. even Frank Mir, I don't want to move on to that, but he, you know, he lost the decision too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Ben said he let the world down. I don't think the world cares that much about Ben Askren, unfortunately. <laughs> no, so just I like... mean it's par for the course. You look at his UFC yeah. career; he's but uh, fucking not a chin. No. Does not have a chin. You get dropped by a bunch of people. And when I want to speaking about Frank Mir, I want to show he weighed fucking two seventy six and go. Holy moly, he looks huge. 
And he has yeah. shorts that say bad motherfucker. I like yeah, it. <laughs> There's no drug testing. We don't give a fuck. No. Nope. That's great. And, you know, he, I think he fought, uh, I want to say it was a six round fight, but it was against a replacement boxer and the boxer just boxed the brakes off of him. So mm-hmm. not, not surprising, but the amount of money these guys are getting paid. I'm surprised we were not. Well, I think this is going to start the, the boom of more MMA fighters crossing over because it makes sense, right? Yeah. I to mean, get paid. Money, this is crazy money. You can way more money than you can make anywhere else. But how many YouTube stars do you have that they can face? I mean, there's like two, right? Two. <laughs> the Paul <laughs> brothers. So pick your poison. I mean, yeah. I mean, Paul versus Conor McGregor is probably out there at some point. McGregor will fuck him up though. Because that, that's the thing. Fight a real striker. Like, oh, if you really want to test They got to fight the Diaz brothers. Fuck yeah. One and on one. The, on the fine. same card. One and one. At, <laughs> or it's a tag team. You tag in. Tag <laughs> Perfect. Why not? Fucking total freak show. Let's do this shit. Yeah. I like it. What do you got to say about Frank Mir? Oh, that was it. Just uh, 276. Okay. Like uh, he was gonna try to fight Brock Lesnar, right? Beefed up and mm-hmm. ate all the protein shakes. And, and the, here's the point: the the one final point I'll make too is Frank Mir talking about this fight. He said it's tough because he's got the MMA mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So he's looking at the guy's stance, going, "Man, I could sweep this guy's leg here. I could fucking take him down and do this." So it's if you're not fully training boxing for x amount of years he has all that jujitsu and mma bullshit in his head so he has to think about what he's doing and i think that's the the big problem with everyone trying to cross over now you're limiting what your body instinctively wants to do Mm -hmm. and you're fucked because you can't you have to think like oh i can't do this i can't do that where the other guy could just be like pop 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 so you're at a fucking huge disadvantage. And the same thing will be if they come over to MMA, which, you know, it doesn't make sense to go the other way because the fucking money's not there. Yeah, no, it's not. Definitely. So let's talk about the UFC this weekend. I want to start with this weigh-in shove. I don't know if you saw this. Let's see. So let me make sure all my sounds are off. So Jeremy Stevens and Jakar Close... And this little altercation here at the weigh-ins. So, Jakar gets a little too close, gets shoved, right? Decides to come back. Cooler heads prevail. We think, ah, not a big deal, right? Well, apparently, that shove was so hard that Jakar was injured and had to fucking pull out of the fight. Wow, injured what? Well, here's what he said on... Twitter. I'll read his little statement. He says, after I was pushed by Jeremy at UFC face-offs, I immediately felt my hand go numb and my neck tighten up. Sean Selby and the UFC officials sent me to the PI to get worked on by the UFC PT staff for two hours. I spent the night eating, rehydrating, stretching, and even saw the PT staff later that night. I woke up early this morning with a migraine, headache, nausea, and the only thing that made me feel better was laying in the dark. The UFC got me medicine. I rested for a couple hours before getting up and vomiting. 
It was at that point we called the UFC doctor and he made the decision to send me to the hospital. I'm sorry to everyone who was excited for this fight. I tried to do everything I could to stay in this fight, but these issues are out of my control. And then Ariel Hwani followed up and said, per Jakar Close's team, uh, they just got their CT scan results back. He suffered a cervical sprain of the neck and a concussion as a result of the push. What? This is guy made out of peanut brittle? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You imagine you got punched by Jeremy? You might be dead. <laughs> Count your blessings, Mr. Jakar. This is crazy. I've never heard of anything like this. He had a cervical fracture. Uh, cervical sprain. So sprain. most likely it's like whiplash, a little, a mild case of whiplash. And and, and a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. Jeremy Stevens got to be pissed. It's like the push herd around the world. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. But the way he's laying all this shit out, it almost seems like I'm laying the groundwork for a fucking lawsuit. But what the fuck? Who gets a, a fucking whiplash and a concussion from getting pushed? I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. Fucking pushes like a, like Francis Ngannou hits like a, what do they say? A Ford Escort or some kind of bullshit car? Ford Escort. Sure. Yeah. Escalade? No, that's Cadillac. <laughs> it should have been like an SUV, but fuck, man. Escort's a tiny car. Are you I, sure? I, I <laughs> that's pretty know. small. How about um, a Ford Pinto? <laughs> <laughs> a Volkswagen Bug. I'm not quite sure. Are the Chevy Chevette making a comeback? So we had that one. And then let's talk about the main event. Go ahead. You got uh, Robert Whitaker and Kelvin Gastulum. What did you think about this? Um, well, you know, it was pretty one-sided. Yeah, <laughs> and we were not surprised by that one, motherfuckers. No, I thought Whitaker looked really sharp. Oh, Gastelum yeah. um, took a lot of punishment to the face and just kept coming forward. I mean, Yeah, was... like his strategy was, <laughs> I'm just going to keep getting beat, but God damn it, I'm going to push the pace. <laughs> <laughs> yes i don't know it i mean it's it was it was i mean obviously i think all judges scored it every round for whitaker 50 45 <laughs> i think across the board yeah across the board so which which makes sense i mean it's it's i, I don't see any anyone who would think that gaslam won any of those rounds no, but no, like, i mean obviously like tough as shit but yeah fuck man that reminded me a little bit of the uh, uh, Junior Dos Santos versus Cain Velasquez matchup where he just kept coming forward, but he just kept getting beat up. Yeah, only come forward face first. And yeah. <clears throat> Whitaker just kept sliding back a little bit, and then he'd pop him with mm -hmm. all sorts of shit, working yep. high, low, and kicks. Jabs, straights, hooks. <laughs> and yeah. I love the, yeah. the exchange that Bisbing and Cruz had where Bisbing says, I'll take speed over power any day of the week. And then Cruz applies. That's why you don't want these hands, Bisbing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's great. I like that. You just kind of slid that one in. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, man. So what's next for Whitaker then? Is he uh, getting another shot at the title now? I think that's I, three wins in a row. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Because it's either him or Vittori. I, in, I forgot what Vittori's ranked. I want to say three, three, maybe? Four? Vittori? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vittori. Oh. 
How do you spell that? I have no idea. V E T T O R I. Marvin? Yep. Uh, he is. It doesn't say. Hey, he's Italian. No kidding. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh, number, number he's number three. I found it. Yeah. So one of those guys probably next, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked great. I don't know where gas to him. It's, you know, he's kind of, he's stuck, right? I'd almost call him a gatekeeper at this point. I don't know what gate he's keeping, but. Uh, he's definitely not a journeyman. <laughs> no, I mean, he also, didn't he take this fight on short notice? I thought it was he supposed did. to be Paulo Costa. So can't yeah. always shit on the guy taking that on short notice. So, But you can shit on him a little bit. You could shit on Calvin Gastelum. He made weight. You know, yeah. that's good. He's not good at that. And how about Arlowski? Back to form, right? Well, looking, uh, looking a little Ben, <laughs> ben Askren-like in his physical approach. I don't know. I, he's got to win, right? That's got what's win, important. Though. I mean, it was kind of a heavyweight slobber knocker a little bit with, with uh, like, at half speed. So it was like... <laughs> well, do you need more than half speed? Half I mean, fine. as long as they go the whole three rounds and it's exciting, I guess I'm fine with it. Rather yeah, you don't want five rounds sometimes. Five rounds is bad when you have uh, tired guys and not so much action. So, yeah, Arlovsky probably gets cut tomorrow then, right? I, fucking, mean, I don't know. Been fighting for them forever, right? But you won. I, I don't care. He makes a lot of money. I didn't see the payouts for him. Oh, okay. My because I'm just probably. thinking like Arlowski and Dos Santos, right? Oh, right. He's in that league of three. Problem, I guess, is three four hundred, right? He's making something like that, yeah, two fifty. Mm-hmm. Those heavyweights get paid a lot, they and do. then j- just quickly with Bellator, Nemkov got the win over Phil Davis. Not surprising. He moves along in a light heavyweight tournament, and then Corey Anderson, same thing. He got a win. He moves along, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> You will see 261 and go. We're gonna have fucking Florida action, fifteen thousand fans in the stadium, full capacity. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the main event. We have three title fights, so let's start with Kamara Usman, Jorge Masvidal, and I'll just say, you know, the last time they fought, right, Usman was supposed to be fighting Gilbert Burns. Burns pulls out with the COVID. So Masvidal takes the fight on something like six days short notice. And <clears throat> Usman fights this fight like he's going to get murdered if he loses. So he fights the most scared fight I think I've ever seen a champion fight where he's just, let me stall out the fight. Let me get Jorge against the gauge. And do some ghetto ass foot stomps on him. Yeah. You know, so I, I think from that standpoint, I'm just not impressed with his fucking performance because Jesus Christ, the guys have got six days' notice and you're too afraid to put a pace on him and fucking finish him in five rounds. And in the first round, Masvidal won on a bunch of people's. Uh, score at home type cards, even though one of the judges only gave him that card <laughs> round. But it's just, my problem is no urgency to finish from Usman in the, the first time they fight. So 
you know, now we go into the second fight and uh, I throw it over to you. You know, you got Usman with Trevor Whitman coaching him and he's training mm -hmm. with Justin Gaethje and, you know, Masvidal with a full fight camp. So what happens? Well, I think, okay. So a couple things that come to mind. Usman is on like a 92 fight win streak or something crazy. Hasn't he lost in like 20 fights, seven to 18 fights, something like that. Yeah. Masvidal um, up getting up there in age. It's like 36. Right. And I don't know, like the guy had a lot of steam behind them, but then things kind of fizzled out a little bit. So I, I think this is a big fight for him and he's going to have to show up in order to maintain you know, the, the status he had before. So the pressure's on him, but I, I still think Usman, I, I don't see Masvidal winning this thing. I think Usman's too crafty, too dangerous. I think it goes to decision because Masvidal is tough, mm -hmm. but I got to say one thing. I feel like if Usman wins this fight, we got to start talking about him potentially being pound for pound the best. For this era of yep. welterweights? Or? Yes. Yeah. Well, of all time, not yet, but I would say last 10, 15 years, probably, yeah. I don't know. Fucking GSP is still out there. He's old. He's like 100. <laughs> I know, but when you got to think about their career of work and, you yeah. know, you got to look at how many years did these guys win titles and defend titles. So it's it always goes back to John Jones, Anderson Silva, and GSP. It's multiple years and multiple oh, defenses. So he's got he's to gotta work up on that. And then level of competition too, because some guys had a, a much harder road than others. So yeah, well, Damian, mm. Maya, Rafael dos Anjos, Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Gil Gilbert Burns. Those are his last like six, seven. I think that's a pretty tough. Well, <laughs> some some are in their prime and some are past their prime. Good point. Good point. <clears throat> Tyron Woodley <laughs> and Damian Maya. I mean, yeah, good, point, good but past. Um, yeah, this is a tough one for me to pick because. I like Masvidal, and I think Masvidal's striking is better. And I'm just wondering, you know, here we go again. We got to put the crowd back into play. So how do these guys thrive with the crowd? Who's going to rise higher? Is it going to be Masvidal? Because he's fighting in Florida, so should have a home crowd advantage here. True. But, you know, I think the big thing is – goddamn trevor whitman as your coach he's pretty fucking smart yeah i didn't like that stupid game plan the last time but it worked mm -hmm. and that's to me that's not the most important thing to get the win is not the most important thing to get the finish to finish your fight is the most important thing and that's what masvidal is about and problem is <laughs> that uh Usman can dictate where the fucking fight goes. If he wants to take him down, he'll take him down. You saw him push him up the cage pretty easily and take him down. I mean, granted, Masvidal was pacing his energy. Masvidal was reckless in the last fight, too, now I'm thinking about it. Because remember the amount of kicks he was – he's throwing tons of leg kicks, tons of body kicks, and mm -hmm. he, was, he got taken down off of a, a leg kick. So Usman was reaching down. But, you know, if you say strike – versus strike Masvidal wins that but every yeah. other category I think is Usman with the exception to probably toughness right I think Masvidal is super tough 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 as fuck like Adia is tough as fuck right like I don't think I think when you say tough that you could put Masvidal as a definition and mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people have a problem with that so 
Ah, fuck, that's sad. I, I hate the pick. I like Masvidal as a fighter. I want to pick him so bad, but it's just the the opportunities for him to win are so small. So, like, I have to pick Usman. It's the it's a smart pick, but it doesn't sit well with me. If that makes sense. I'm like fuck. All right, fine. I'll take Usman. I'll agree with your decision. <laughs> oh no, we've killed ah, him. How could I do that? Did I do that? Did we just do it again? We did it again. Ah, I love it. Happens. I love it. We'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, and then let's go to the next title fight, just quickly. Of Weili Zhang versus Rose Namajunas. That's a tough fight. That one should be really good because both those ladies are scrappy as fuck. Super scrappy. I think Rose is a little bigger and has slightly reach, a slight yeah, reach yeah. advantage. And I just think Rose's ground game is really top notch. And I feel like her boxing's good too. So she's got like that BJ Penn thing, like ground game and boxing going on. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this is going to be a barn burner. I, I'm calling this as fight of the night. I think it's going to go to decision. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be exciting. Someone, someone might lose an eyeball. Like, hopefully i don't know and then there was like some communist comments and i don't know if that's oh what led to this shit like rose uh, and her i don't know if there's some bad blood but mm-hmm. that's a coin flipper man i don't yeah. want to jinx anybody so who do you pick because i'll take the opposite rose okay then i'll take uh whaley just because i don't want to fuck rose over <laughs> Okay. She needs to grow her hair or shave it. I don't know. I saw the first UFC embedded and she's got longer hair than she should be for a chick with short hair. Really? Yeah. Let me Google. It's, it's not. She's like five weeks past a haircut if you're going to keep with the shaved down head. Hmm. So we'll see. I'll see what you mean. I think I still think she well, she was super hot with the, the long hair. Yeah. Now she has short hair. Yep, it's just different. Hmm. And then the as you're looking at that, the other title fight, you have Shevchenko versus Andrage. Is that even a discussion? <laughs> Do we I was have to say we're not even gonna fucking talk <laughs> about it because uh, nobody's beating Shevchenko unless the, the, the two caveats to that statement are Mackenzie Dern and amanda nunez depending upon which way each one of those fighters wants to go if mckenzie goes up if shevchenko goes down if shevchenko goes up i mean there's a lot of it's it's basically going to be super fight type shit I just don't see andrage being the person that beats her it's kind of like when nunez fought that one lady <laughs> that she just fought that's very tall. Her oh, name escapes uh, me. Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson. Yep. So that one is what it is. And we didn't jinx her because you can't jinx a uh, fucking female goat. And then what about Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall 2? That's on this card. They fought Bye. in 2010 <laughs> outside of the UFC where Weidman won that fight Mm -hmm. um tough tough to call i think it's a toss up but i'm gonna have to go with uriah hall okay i'm going with weidman he's on a one fight winning streak (laughs) so i feel like he's making a comeback 
Yeah, if he can make a comeback because Hall, it's both of those guys are just off. Hall, mm-hmm. too. I, I think if Weidman wants to take him down, he can take him down and potentially submit him. So, and plus he has that win over him in the past, and I think that weighs on some guys. And Hall's yeah. fucking heady as fuck as it is, so wouldn't surprise me if he can't get out of his own way on that one. Moving right along. What else is happening out there? Uh, anything else? Don't think card. I have much for the card. I have no news that I can think of that's super important at the moment. Um, did we talk about the McGregor Poirier fight happening in July? Did we talk about this? No, no. Go ahead. Well, it sounds like it's going to happen. So, and 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 there's a lot of hemming and hawing back and forth about charities and apologies and yeah, they each other off and they're like, okay, so <laughs> we're we're gonna do it. It's, it's going to happen in July. So, July 10th, Vegas, T-Mobile yeah. Arena. 100% capacity, 20,000 people in attendance. It just keeps getting bigger. All I want to know is when are the concerts starting again? Give me oh, the just, concerts. It just depends in what state. I mean, so it sounds like Nevada starts May 1st. Florida is 100% open. What other states were we seeing crowds at? Oh, here's, here's an interesting stat that I just read. So I watch a lot of hockey. Did you know the Blackhawks are the only U.S.-based team to not have any fans in the stands? Shocking. Zero. Zero. Shocking. Fucking awesome state. So. Chicago and Illinois sucks. We're, yeah, we're right there with one of the most restrictive, even we're though. Very 50, blue state here. 50% of the people are vaccinated. I'm just saying. And more every day. I mean, like I run into more and more people like, hey, I got the vaccine. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So moving right along. I don't want to get sidetracked off of that. And then the other fight that they announced, which is another head scratcher, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena for the 135 pound belt. UFC 265. What do you make of that one? What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> what else is happening out there? <laughs> that one already? <laughs> I'm just scratching my chest. What else? Uh, I have no other news. I have. I do have a knowledge. I mean, I can bring well, up. Well, let's talk about uh, our new sponsor then. So support for MMA Nuts is brought to you by Manscaped. Who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners, Ingo. 20% off plus free shipping with code MMA nuts at manscaped.com. Fantastic. Hey, and they hooked us up with a bunch of tools and formulations from their perfect package 3.0 kit. Um, check this What'd out. Get? What'd you get? I got a bunch of stuff. So I got this thing called the weed whacker for whacking nose weed and ear weed in case you need that. You know, you, you got to have a tool. That, look, we're guys. We have to have the right tool for the right job. You can't just use any old random shit. You need this for your nose and for your ears. What do well, I use for the ass? Like the ass weed, like this one? Well, 
I would say you could use this, but no, you might need to get two of these because one for down there and one for everywhere else. I don't think yes. you want to go ass to ear. That's just not a good or no. like ass to mouth. It's not good. It's not uh, sanitary. Um, what else? That's why you should use two separate razors. One for just down there. Don't don't be swipping and swapping. Um, we got some Cologne. It's good stuff. Smells very very manly cologne. Smells yes. You need some fresh stuff for this. Very summer. woodsy. Um, also, there's here's the razor that I really like. Which one? What's what's cool about this one? All right, is that um, it has a little light. So when you're when you're whacking, when you're hear this. Uh, when you're yes, doing that, I hear that you can see in case you want to be doing this in the dark, <laughs> like <laughs> underwater, because apparently it's super waterproof to like a meter or 10. Yeah. I'm not going to sure. do it in, do it in the shower, man. It's all good. It has a little plastic guard under here, which I appreciate. I'll tell you why in a minute. Yeah. Um, can you cut yourself with this? I don't I feel think, like I, I can. I, I think I, I haven't I tried, but let me just tell you a story. Okay. Until, until I got this stuff recently, here's what turned me off from using these kind of things on my balls. Okay. When I was in college, I thought it was a good idea to use a pair of head clippers and, and trim down there. Right. And yeah. little did I know that these little tiny things, you know, sometimes they're not perfectly straight and it caught. So if you can imagine, like I have a little, do a little demonstration. Oh, um, great. <laughs> it's not my balls so i have a little here's how we get banned from <laughs> youtube <laughs> so imagine this is your sack and i sliced okay. myself across to the point where i could literally put like pull it apart yeah. and I, I had to i went to the doctor and almost got stitches it was bad and if you can imagine like blood everywhere and then Sweet. imagine imagine that and then it was worse so. uh, did you pull your fucking testicle out of your sack and go look no. at my ball, my I, ball! I did not but wait. No, but the one thing I appreciate is like this plastic guard under here. Yeah, I feel like this is much safer. And plus, with the light, I can I can freaking see. So, um, is there anything else? Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of other stuff in this kit. It kind of here. I'll show you. I don't know if you. Guys yeah, can. yeah. It looks like this. Oh, uh, my balls will thank me. Yeah, there's a there's a ball deodorant in which will come. There's in like hand. an aftershave. In if there. you're in the summer and you need to put deodorant on your balls, just trust me, it's good stuff. And then there's a ball. No, you don't. You can sometimes toner. you can just be natural. Huh? There's a toner for your balls. <laughs> I did not know <laughs> I needed that, but well, no, that's okay. the aftershave. Uh, you do need that because when you start trimming down there, you get like a uh, rug burn or something or shave burns. Yeah, there's uh, anti-chafing ball deodorant and moist moisturizer, um, and uh, you get two free gifts with the box. Uh, oh, boxer briefs. Do you have yours? I I don't have mine. I'm wearing them. You know. They're right here. It makes a and nice a, mask. And a travel bag to store all your grooming goodies. So get just remember, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code MMA nuts at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And it's um, 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MMA nuts. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Cha-ching. Right along. Are you gonna try to cut some shit up? <laughs> oh, I, I, I have a. You gonna try to julian up some fucking vegetables right now <laughs> with my razor? With your razor? I don't know. I feel like you could be like a slap chop, but different. Yeah, let's get fruit, after it, man. Fruit ninja, sure, whatever you want, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sweet. Good hey, stuff. I saw there was a brutal slam KO over the weekend. I'm gonna pull this oh, yeah. shit up. Da da da. Da, da, da. Let the boys be boys. 
So this is Roland Dunlap at LFA 104. I turn the volume off. Oh, geez. Like, don't take my strawberries. That looked bad. Yeah, I think he's dead. Yeah, we'll move right along. Whew. That was brutal. Very bad. Like that. You see, here's another good one. I might have to put some volume on this one. Let's turn it down just a little bit. So we have Julio Cesar Chavez hitting the heavy bag with his mom. His mom's going to town on the bag here. Okay. So he's got to be, I don't know, fucking 60. So I don't know, was his mom 80? But she's putting in work. <laughs> my, my mom ain't hitting no bag like this. That's all I'm saying. I love the white socks with the blue pants. Fuck yeah. She's all like, I got this. See? She looks tough. She might be 90 years old. I don't know how old she like, is. No, no, no. You're doing it wrong. Right. What's <laughs> 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 up? Hey, I got it, Matt. Now I know where BJ, BJ Penn got his training from. Well, I was just going <laughs> to say that, uh, you know, if we're all doing this celebrity boxing shit, why don't we do BJ Penn versus uh, Julio Cesar Chavez's mom? <laughs> okay. I, I, I give them, I think I'm putting on his mom. A hundred percent. I don't like BJ's chances anywhere. No. Anywhere. Oh, let's do some tweet a week. Okay. I don't know what I have. I love it. Oh, nice. Okay. This is, we're going to have to refresh this one on the fly. This is from Super 70s Sports. My new favorite Elvis is now officially demonstrating karate right after his hoist tranquilizers kicked in, Elvis. Is he just tripping balls out of his mind right now? Like, look at this shit. What is he doing? Is it like Does a, he have a mascara on? I don't know what's going on. He's doing a groin strike right here. Is that the monkey steals the plum? Could be. So that's one. Okay, I'm with you. And then, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Maybe you could tell me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, this was from a photo shoot. I think it was him. Yeah. Ganu and uh, uh, Brendan Schaub is Brendan somewhere Schaub. down yeah. below. Yeah. I think he's manscaping Tyson or <laughs> waxing his balls. Those crazy kids, they get together, those champions and former champions and run away, run away, run away, run away, fighters. run away. <laughs> okay. Or ghost. When Brenda Schaub fought the ghost that one time. Mm -hmm. Air guard. Yeah, he's pretty good. So some astronauts. Yeah. Randy Lockermeyer asks, he says, do you think uh, Nate Diaz will fight Jake Paul? Yes. 100%. I think he wins that fight. Nate, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. I think any either Diaz brother beats either of those fucking guys. I'd love to see Nick come out and fight either of those guys too. Cuz Nick he hasn't fought since Anderson Silva for fuck's sake. <laughs> that was a long like, like 10 God, years ago. Like 6 years ago or some shit like Yeah. 
so such a waste of talent so unfortunate and in the boxing arena he would fuck some shit up still when that guy can just do 30 minutes on a speed bag like it's nothing go fuck yourself <laughs> yep and then Rodrigo machado will close out it's time pound sign nuts roll pound sign matt rape train pound sign ingo sugar daddy would you rather be part of an arranged marriage or spend your life as a single person single why i don't want anyone telling me what to do that's right, especially someone I didn't subscribe to. I don't need some dude up in here telling me I gotta be fucking doing the dishes or fucking cooking pizzas all day. Fucking make that shit by scratch. Would you rather babysit a crying infant for a day or have no. an unwanted house guest for the a un week? Unwanted house guest. <laughs> I'll take what? that. I, I can go stay at a hotel. So. Earplugs, Ingo. Earplugs and loud music. Fuck that baby. That baby's going in the closet. <laughs> like, you go in a closet, baby. You be quiet. Come out when I let you come out. Fucking unwanted house guests. They're no good. I don't want them. Would you rather be locked in an amusement park or a library? Amusement park? <laughs> Depends I mean, how hot are the librarians. <laughs> that's a good point. I bet those those chicks probably fuck. I'm just saying. I think librarians fuck. I think they do. Would you rather sing like an opera star? Or, ooh, here's that's a, this is a really good one. Sing like an opera star or cook like a gourmet chef? Gourmet chef. Yeah, I gotta think about I think, that. <laughs> I think I don't know what the opera star is very like one. I don't know, but I feel like your voice would be pretty versatile, and you could probably do whatever the fuck you like, want. Oh! Because I'm thinking about uh, Evanescence as a rock band. Because would you consider her singing voice opera-ish? Maybe. It's I don't know. Hard to say. She could sing opera. I'm just saying, if you could do opera, you could probably sing anything. You could probably teach yourself to be a rock band singer. So I would probably be a gourmet <laughs> chef. That's all I'm trying to get to. The long way around. <laughs> okay. This way, that way. Uh, hey, before you read the next one, do you want me to tell you what Nick Diaz is up to? I just checked his Twitter, and it's literally from today. Would you like sure. to see pictures? Okay, check this out. Here's our man riding his bicycleta, <laughs> smoking that herb, hanging out, looking tough. Looks like he's in phenomenal shape, actually. Yeah, doing his thing. So uh, apparently, he's doing triathlons like like crazy out west. So because I hear they pay a lot of money. For <laughs> I don't know where the hell does he get his money from. That's why I don't understand. Well, I think Nate has made so much from fighting Connor. You know, he probably made two, three million, and I don't know if they're training people. They're not getting paid a shit ton to train. Mm -mm. That's a good question. I don't know. Well, that's probably part of why Nate is coming back to fight Leon Edwards. He's probably getting paid pretty decent for that, even though it's not like a marquee matchup like against a mcgregor a poyer or any other 155ers here's another photo look at that it's in really good shape he's got some weird muscleage in that ab area like Swimming. the low ab it's just it's just shredded super shredded she's shredded with no abs which is weird strange style uh ab it's all muscles yeah, he's definitely has a endurance athlete's build. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, big country. 
Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> okay. The guy had good cardio, but he looked like a fucking God. sack of shit. I'm sorry, not a sack of shit, but what is the, the phrase? You try to squeeze 10 pounds of shit into a five pound sack? I'm not I sure know. what that is, but I don't either. Let's do fuck Mary Kill Celebrity Edition number 134, Maxim Hot 100 number eight. This one's confusing. I don't know where my shit is. I have so many things open. All right, here we go. So first we start with Haley Baldwin. I believe she's married to Bieber. I'll be wrong. She looks awfully young. Pretty young, man. Uh, Kendall Jenner. Uh, da, 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 da. I can get on board with that. Yeah. And then uh, Dudzen. How do you say that? Cross. I have no idea, but. That's your speed, 100. percent Oh yeah, I think I think kill the first one, bang the second, and marry this one. That's what I'm thinking. I think we're pretty close. I'm definitely killing that one. I think I'm gonna marry the second one because uh, it's probably a little bit of money in that family. Huh. I didn't even think of that. Damn it! And then uh, <laughs> fuck that one. It's all okay. good. Okay, all right. Got some uh, knowledge. I do. Uh, hopefully, this won't be too loud. So. Um, it's all good. Kid walks into Hulk Hogan's beach store and owns him. Did you see this? Yes, it was epic. Epic, epic, fantabulous. So hopefully not too loud. Here you go. You got sound? A little bit. You got to go way louder. You can hear sound? Barely. Hold on a second. Uh, always with this, with the problem on this. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's hard to manipulate. You're good. When you walk in this beach shop, I'm surprised that you still got the shirt on, Jack. Epic right there. Um, Just take whatever you want from the store, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I gotta say. Hell yeah, I like that. Yeah. So what did I heard some rumors about? They're potentially talking about a Game of Thrones reshooting the entire eighth season. Did you hear this? <laughs> no. Why would they do that? <laughs> because it's horseshit. The whole last <laughs> season. You look at Rotten Tomatoes. I think every other season is rated in the mid to high 90s. And then you look at the last season, a 35% Rotten Tomatoes. Know. It was so bad. And they just diverted so long. And you look at, what was the other movie? Oh, Justice League, right? So that one was shit and then enough fans were getting all over everyone like hey release the Zack snyder cut and they ended up pouring i think a hundred million into that and let him finish his original version of the movie which then they released on hbo max which was a four hour catastrophe in my book but did you watch the whole thing i did and i did not like it <laughs> i'm like this is four hours of fucking horseshit like you need to edit yourself that's why a reason movies are usually two hours max i mean you can go over like some of those marvel avengers like Endgame and all the other ones i'm okay with at three hours but four hours that was over two days and 
it, it just some of that story gets too expanded that you don't need to expand mm-hmm. you, you have to edit yourself a little bit so i didn't like that but i'm just saying if there's enough fan interest do you think they would do that and is it warranted would you watch that well of course i wouldn't watch it i would say well i would never watch that but of course i'd watch it but what what era are we living in where people can tell people who make creative shit that sucks you need to do it again like, that's here now <laughs> motherfucker i love it what the hell i what want hell instant feedback because oh, something man. shit and didn't end the way everybody wanted I don't know how many people enjoyed that last season. I don't know anybody, but I didn't mind it. I think there were some parts of it that I, I didn't. I liked the end. I thought it was. I thought it was fitting, but I can see why people wouldn't like the last season. I can. I can see it. I did rewatch the whole series over the COVID last year with my girlfriend, and uh, she never saw it before. And I still enjoyed the series immensely, even like the second time through. So I liked it more the second time because I knew things that, and I yeah. saw things that I didn't. I appreciate. I don't know. I would watch it, but I don't know. I don't see a need. I mean, yeah. What the hell would they change? I don't even know. You know, the so whole I- season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the whole plot line of who was the one chick with all the faces, and they didn't follow that really. Aria. Yeah. Like they could have went a whole tangent with that. Like, cause it seemed like that was a season and like, Oh, she's going to fucking do some cool shit. And then she barely did anything with all her powers. And didn't she kill the white Walker? Yeah. Out of nowhere. Oh, right? Spoiler alert. Sorry. Right? <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm like that was kind of bullshit. So I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see if that happens. Probably won't. Cause I thought they were working on prequels Spin-offs. and other shit. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully something good comes out of all that. And the last thing I'll share is this fucking infographic. Fencing, the perfect COVID sport. You have masks, gloves, and you can stab anyone who gets closer <laughs> than six feet. And go, perfect. We'll end on that. Okay. That's all I got. That's perfection. Shut it down. Are you checking the time? Is that what's yes, up? I am. I'm looking right up there. I'm going, I'm, it's fucking hot in here. Okay. Well, I'm you are wearing all my clothes. <laughs> so you can shave your balls. hopefully i already did that worked pretty well i did not cut myself so it's fantastic um all righty well that's been this week's edition of ma nuts my name's engel weigel matt growth thanks for plans